is the Love Your Mom Life podcast, where we get real about getting out of your motherhood rut and creating a mom life you love. I'm your host, Nikki Odin, and I know a lot about what it's like to not love your mom life. Being a mom is hard, and being a mom with goals and dreams is even harder. Over the years, I've spent a whole lot of time on the hot mess express, trying to harmonize motherhood with everything else I want out of life. But eventually, I figured it out, sort of. You can create a mom life you absolutely love. So come on, let's do this thing together. Before we dive in, this is my cute little reminder to please hit that subscribe button. Be sure to follow us on social, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And of course, be sure to visit the blog at youridealmomlife.com for real-life solutions to help you take back your time and love your mom life again. Hey there, welcome back to the Love Your Mom Life podcast. Okay, you all, I've been alluding for months now about something I've been working on and how it's going to change the way I serve you mamas, and I'm finally ready to announce my exciting news. dun dun da da I'm writing a book. I know, super exciting, right? And you can imagine that it's going to require my full attention to finish it. So as I start down the home stretch, I need to be laser focused on writing. And that's why I've decided not to record any new episodes during this short timeframe. But don't worry, I've come up with a solution for all of you loyal listeners. I've gone back over the last three seasons of this podcast and determined the top three episodes for each season. Over the next nine weeks, we'll be revisiting those episodes, and I don't know about you, but I am super excited to see what new nuggets I'll take away from listening a second time. We're starting with the third most popular episode from 2020, which is when season one aired, Handling the Morning Rush Like a Boss. And with school getting back underway in my county and others around the country, I think it's a perfect fit for today's refresh. Enjoy revisiting what you loved about Season 1, Episode 3, Handling the Morning Rush Like a Mom Boss. Welcome back. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the morning rush. At the time this episode airs, we will be collectively, as a nation, heading back to school. In these unprecedented times, that means different things for all of us. Where I live in Palm Beach County, Florida, back to school means mandatory distance learning from computers at home. In other areas, like where my friends live in Wisconsin, Montana, back to school means literally going back into the school building. Either way, it all has one universal meaning, the return of the weekday morning rush. Seriously, what is it about weekday mornings that turns the best of us into total stress balls? On any given Saturday, the sun shines gloriously through kitchen windows everywhere as birds chirp happily and parents and kids alike are properly stuffed with pancakes. But on a Tuesday, shoes mysteriously cannot be found, homework folders go missing, and snacks of all kinds forget to make their way into backpacks. Please tell me this stuff doesn't only happen in my house. 
Compound all of those happenings with a kiddo who woke up with an attitude, and even the most diligent time-blocking ninja will find herself begging for mercy. This irksome phenomenon is one of the sneakiest time suckers known to mom kind, and I have a name for it, the morning whirlwind. The thing that makes the morning whirlwind so beastly is that it happens in the morning, which means one nasty spin through it, it can set the tone for your entire day. For me, a rough morning often translates to feeling less powerful, which means that honoring my well-intentioned time blocks takes serious motivation. The good news is that the opposite is true, meaning that once you tame the morning whirlwind, you can take back your day and your power. Double whammy. Who remembers that, by the way? And the best news, it's honestly not all that hard. If I can do it, trust me, girlfriend, you can do it. With a few simple tweaks, you can turn that whirlwind into a breeze. Here's how I play it. Tip number one, plan tomorrow's outfit the night before. If you're going to be heading back out the door this fall, getting dressed is something you're going to have to start thinking about again. And nothing robs you of your power faster than not knowing what to wear and wasting precious minutes trying on outfit after outfit when you could be doing something more productive like, I don't know, eating breakfast? That kind of furious outfit changing often leads to a downward spiral into the land of, I have nothing to wear, which is one stop before nothing looks good on me. Both places are to be avoided. So when I say plan your outfit, I mean plan it down to the last detail, including your accessories. If you have a particularly hectic work week, consider planning your entire week's outfits on Sunday night before the mayhem of the week starts. This strategy is really effective when you first create a sort of rotating uniform. The uniform should be comprised of several pieces that you know look great on you. I call them old faithfuls. I totally relied on my weekly uniform when I was going into the office where I lawyer twice a week. My uniform consisted of four dresses I feel great in. If I wanted to get creative and wear something off uniform, I certainly would, But if I had no idea what to wear, I fell back on the uniform. See how simple? Planning what to wear the night before is also really effective for your kiddos. In my house, although we will not be heading out the door each morning this fall, my children are, by command of the principal, expected to be properly dressed in compliance with the school's dress code. That means polo shirts and navy black or khaki bottoms. To avoid any time-consuming, ear-splitting meltdowns, we most deaf will be deciding on outfits the night before. So easy. Also, not time-sucking. Score. Tip number two. Get a leg up on breakfast before you go to bed. Even though this fall I get a reprieve from the added pressure of making sure my kids are at the bus stop by 7.31 a.m. each morning, we are still expected to be ready for school on time. For us, distance learning will be conducted live via Google Meets, which means my children are expected to be logged on and in front of their computers by 8 a.m. sharp. That also means they need to be fed before all of that happens. And since I'm a wig with them, I might as well eat too, right? I don't know about you, but for me, scrambling in the kitchen trying to find blender parts or a clean bowl in an effort to serve breakfast whilst ensuring that the small humans in my house are brushing their teeth, getting dressed, and heading downstairs on time for said meal is like a major drag. 
If I haven't figured out the breakfast puzzle ahead of time, more often than not, that story ends with us scarfing granola bars, open-mouthed, and a whole lot of grumbling, mostly from me, because I think that's the most unsatisfying breakfast ever. But it doesn't have to be that way. Why not instead plan breakfast time the way you would plan anything else? The night before, wash the dishes you know you're going to need in the morning so they're ready to go and easy to find. Fill the coffee maker with water. Make sure the filter's clean. Get the coffee beans in the grinder or measure out the grounds and get them in the filter. I'm a protein shake kind of gal, so I'll measure out the ingredients the night before, stick them inside my blending cup, and pop that whole thing in the fridge with a lid. If your kids are old enough to help themselves, put bowls and spoons out on the counter and make sure that the milk and cereal are within reach in the fridge and pantry. Whatever you decide on, just know that the minutes it takes before bed to get this stuff done will be well worth it in the morning. Your mornings will be, if I may be so bold, easy. And don't you love easy? Tip number three, slay the hair and makeup beast. If you're going to be seen by your coworkers, this is where the rubber meets the road. Unless you're bald and allowed to wear ginormous sunglasses to work, the hair and makeup beast is no joke. Even if you're only attending meetings virtually via video chat, You know as a woman that you have to put forth some effort in the looks department lest people think you're ill or exhausted or, yikes, unprofessional. In my opinion, there is no greater time sucker in the morning than the hours painstakingly spent on hair and makeup by womankind every day. I've tested a few tricks on myself over the years and have learned how to get ready in half the time it used to take me. And mind you, I have wavy hair that must be either deliberately curled or straightened but cannot be left to its own devices. Number one on my best friend list is a wet to straight flat iron. It will literally take your hair from wet to dry and straight in one step. I find that it works best if your hair has been air drying for about 15 to 20 minutes, which of course is the perfect time to be putting on that outfit you already picked out and doing your makeup. Now, a word on makeup. As a former sales director for one of the largest skincare and cosmetic companies in the world, I know a thing or two about this stuff. And by that, I mean... I know the absolute minimum amount of products and time you need to look like you made an effort. All it takes is an eyebrow pen or brow-colored eyeshadow and an angled brush, mascara, and tinted lip balm. For my money, I love something called Sugar Rose. It might be pronounced rosé, so don't make fun of me if that's true. It's really smooth, it's super hydrating, and it adds just enough color to make you look energized. Plus, you don't need a mirror to put it on, so that means you can kind of like slather it on quickly even as you're walking into your destination. Eyebrows matter the most. If you have time for nothing else, fill in your eyebrows. Extra points if you can slap on some mascara. At the very least, you'll look like you tried. You'll also look awake, which is generally a good thing. Hey there, Supermom. Do you ever wish someone would come out with a step-by-step system on how to keep your shiitake together? Yeah, so have we. So at Your Ideal Mom Life, we came up with one ourselves. It's called Mom with Confidence, the keep-it-together system specifically for supermoms like us. And you can grab yours right now for $29 at youridealmomlife.com slash momwithconfidence. In two PDFs that you can download right now, you get a complete system that teaches you how to be better at balancing time with your kids and time for yourself, how to have more patience and less mom guilt, how to complete your to-do list each day, 
make time to exercise, create time to enjoy your family, and how to answer that dreaded question all moms hate. What's for dinner? This proven system will help you stay on track and get a handle on all the things. That means less mom guilt, more patience, and more joy. So if you've ever stood in front of the fridge minutes before you're supposed to feed your family dinner and berated yourself for not having groceries, if you're looking at other moms like, girl, how do you have it all together while I'm over here on the hot mess express? If you want to stop feeling spread thin and start getting time for yourself without the mom guilt, head on over to youridealmomlife.com slash momwithconfidence and purchase yours today for just $29. Now you might be thinking to yourself, if I'm not going anywhere, does any of this stuff really matter? And the answer, my friend, is oh yes, it does. How you do one thing is how you do everything. And when it comes to having an awesome day, what you create each morning is vital. Don't forget, your kiddos are watching everything you do. Show them that the greatest thing they can ever do is love themselves by demonstrating that you love yourself. That means choosing to start each day feeling powerful and proud of who you are. Living as your highest and best self means not trading away your beauty and strength, even if you are stuck at home for the time being. And bonus, it doesn't have to take forever or be such a frenzied mess. So take these tips and go on and tame that morning whirlwind. You've totally got this. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you took something of value from it. If you liked this episode, please share it with someone you love. And it would mean the world if you would leave a rating or a review. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Your Ideal Mom Life on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I can't wait to be with you in the next episode of the Love Your Mom Life podcast.